Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So our producer here on the show she really loves listening to odd stories, reading about them, podcasts, and then helping us to all learn about them. So this latest one involves a mystery that has haunted the Caribbean nation of Grenada for 40 years. Back in 1983, the country's leader, Maurice Bishop, was killed, but his remains have been missing for decades. Now, I think some of us remember 1983 was a tumultuous year in Grenada history, right? An invasion by the United States as well. But this is all now part of a podcast for the Washington Post newspaper called The Empty Grave of Comrade Bishop. And the host, Martine Powers, is with us now. Good morning, Martine. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here to talk about this. So how did you get started on this? Like, why does the story fascinate you? Well, so my parents actually live in Grenada. Um, they're not originally from there. My mom's from Trinidad, but I have a connection to the West Indies. And about six years ago, I started to hear kind of whispers about this mystery. It's the kind of thing that like my friend's parents would, or my, my parents' friends would come over um, and they would, you know, talk about it after dinner. Like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what actually happened there. Why, why are these remains missing? Why have they been missing for so long? Um, and so at some point I started to, to think like, well, has, has anyone actually really looked into this in a more rigorous way and really tried to report this out? What could have happened to these remains? And to, to be clear, it's not just him, his cabinet members, some of his um, allies and supporters, uh, they were all murdered together, eight people, um, and all of their remains are missing. And that's what makes this mystery even more kind of surprising and jaw-dropping. Yeah, it's kind of intriguing. Okay, so give us some history here about Maurice Bishop. So Maurice Bishop was the revolutionary leader of Grenada, um, prime minister for four and a half years. Um, he led this revolution that overthrew essentially a dictator, um, and he was incredibly popular. Um, people, uh, or at least many people in Grenada loved him. He could also be controversial. Um, but the thing that kind of put him on the global radar was that he was a socialist. I think if you asked Americans at the time or um, people in the American government, they would say that he was veering towards communism. And that was what kind of got him uh, involved in the Cold War, right? That Grenada was allied with the Soviets and with Cuba at a time when the U.S. cared a lot about those things. And so that's sort of what was swirling around this, this populist leader back then. Okay. And so then how was he killed and what happened after that? So he was actually killed in essentially a coup. Um, his there, there was uh, you know different factions in the government, and um, his his uh, a faction led essentially by his former deputy prime minister. Um, they uh, ended up executing him and some of the other cabinet members who were allied with him in what a lot of people describe as a power struggle. And some people push back against that narrative and say that um, it was a little bit more complicated than that. But I mean, it's a pretty grim scenario. This this prime minister and his cabinet members basically lined up against a wall in this court right in the downtown or this courtyard at, at a fort right in the downtown of Grenada. Um, and they were killed with machine guns by by essentially their own soldiers. Wow. Okay. I do feel like this is a, a lot of kind of forgotten history. And it was so, why was Grenada so significant at that time, Martine, enough to prompt a U.S. invasion? Well, it, it's all, it all goes back to the, the Cold War kind of, um, 
uh, you know, you're either with us or against us attitude. Um, because Prime Minister Maurice Bishop, he was really good personal friends with Fidel Castro of Cuba um, and Cuban um, teachers and construction workers um, were being sent to Grenada to, ha- to help kind of build up the country. And so for that reason, it's, it seemed like Grenada was an ally of Cuba and therefore the Soviets were also their ally. Um, the Soviets were sending in, uh, you know, like agricultural equipment, things to help, and also were sending in weapons. And um, from the standpoint of the U.S. government, they thought that Grenada could be kind of this little Cuba at the other side of the Caribbean. And that, you know, if if the Soviets continued to send weapons over to Grenada, that you could end up with something like another Cuban Missile Crisis. And that this tiny country with less than 100,000 people actually seemed incredibly important to American national security, or at least that's what they were saying at the time. Right, because we forget that this was the tail end of the Cold War, right? This is, I mean, it was only another couple of years before mm-hmm. we started to see some big changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Though I think a lot of other people would point out that this wasn't just about communism, um, that this was also about what it meant to have a Black country with a Black leader that was kind of standing up to the U.S., um, Prime Minister Maurice Bishop, he was well known for giving these incredible speeches. I mean, he's just a really like uh, powerful orator. But a lot of the subject of the speeches was about the U.S. and about how the U.S. is running around giving speeches to everybody else about human rights when like the U.S.'s own record on human rights is so spotty and um, that America wants to kind of control everything that's happening in the Western Hemisphere. But um, he he often used the term, you know, we are we are in nobody's backyard, right? That Grenada is often described as this tiny country in America's backyard. But he was insistent, we are nobody's backyard. America can't tell us what to do. Um, and that was, and especially for a Black prime minister, um, I think that is also what got people, you know, what put Bishop on the map, but I think might have rubbed some feathers uh, right. the wrong way here in the U.S. So 40 years later, you're saying there's still no idea actually what happened happened to his remains? To say that there is no idea might be a little uh, oversimplistic. So somebody knows something is what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. There have been theories over the years and there are, there's evidence to suggest various um, kind of chains of custody or things that might've happened to these remains. Um, And that's kind of the subject of the podcast, right? We go back and we talk to people who were there on the island at the time, both Grenadians and Americans, because there have been questions over the years about whether the U.S. might have had some role or responsibility for the the disappearance of these bodies. And so we go back to try to report it out and follow these like potential leads to try to figure out what's possible and what's not possible. And can you give us a hint of, like, are people still willing to talk about this or is it just a time in history that people in Grenada would rather not talk about? I think it it was all over the the spectrum, right? Like, I think that there are some people who... um, live this or have have lived this so much over the years that they don't want to talk about it anymore, that it's been a very painful memory for them. Um, and especially for, for Grenadians who, um, you know, lost someone back then or experienced really traumatic things. Um, and the same is true for some Americans, right? We talked to uh, uh, people in the, in the U.S. military who end up having some kind of connection to this and to hear their memories. I mean, it's, it's really difficult for them too. Um, though 40 years is also a long time. And we're just a part of the, the challenge of this is that people just for 
forget a lot. And so there are other people that we've talked to where we're like, hey, we have a photo of you here, like standing at this place. And they're like, well, I, I have no memory of that. Um, and so uh, that's kind of the challenge of, of something like this, where you're going back 40 years later to piece together what happened during this like few weeks in the aftermath of this invasion. And do you feel like, you know, and here, here you are bringing it to a wider audience, Martine, do you feel like in, like in the United States, did people kind of, th- they remember that? It seems like such a long time ago, that invasion of Grenada. Yeah, I would say that unless you're a history buff, if you're under the age of 40 or you, you weren't alive at the time, almost no one I know is aware of this, right? That, that the idea that, wait, we, the it U.S. invaded deal. this tiny. Yeah, it was a big deal back in 1983. Um, and so, yeah, when I talk to um, slightly older people, oftentimes they're like, yeah, That's kind like, of whatever you. happened to that? <laughs> That's kind of you to say, <laughs> put it that way. It's just, just slightly, you know, over, over the age of, or, or people who would have remembered 1983. Um, but I think that there is this feeling of like, yeah, whatever happened to that? Like, that was such a big deal for a few months. And then at least the U.S. sort of forgot about it. But the thing about Grenada is that, you know, they have never forgotten, right? Like, this this completely turned this country upside down. And the legacy of the U.S.'s actions here um, still play out in really mm. tangible ways. Oh, so fascinating. Martine, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you for having me. Well, that's Martine Powers, podcast host for the Washington Post, The Empty Grave of Comrade Bishop. And if you are of a certain age, and okay, I'll admit it, I am, I do remember the U.S. invasion of Grenada. It was their first post-Vietnam War kind of military incursion. And it was success, like for them, it was successful. They did what they set out to do. Therefore, kind of, I think the U.S. felt a little bit boosted by it. Uh, But it was this tiny Caribbean nation, all laid out in fascinating detail in this podcast. You should definitely listen to it.